Hello there guys, it's Stephen here back with another video and today I'm going to dive into the wonderful world of finance. Yep, I'm going to pretend to be a part-time Twitter accountant and work at Manchester City's latest absolutely huge uh, bang-busting global deal with Silver Lake. You've seen it all over uh, the Financial Times, you've seen it all over the internet. I'm going to try and work that out today with the help of The Athletic. If you don't know by now, I am partnered with The Athletic, which is the new home of football writing and they've very kindly broken down this whole, uh, this whole kind of thing, whatever it is this whole kind of business transaction for me uh, it's a fantastic fantastic source of Manchester City news it's got the best uh, coverage of Manchester City that you'll find anywhere with a world class team of writers and there's one coming on this channel very very soon including Mr Danny Taylor uh, Sam Lee David Ornstein Michael Cox Jack Pitt Brooks Rafa Honigstein and absolutely loads more it's completely ad free no ads no annoying pop ups or anything like that it's fantastic loads of incredible Manchester City coverage loads of incredible football coverage in general no clickbait nonsense just good old fashioned writing and you can sign up today at the athletic.co.uk forward slash esteemed company so athletic.co.uk forward slash my channel name and get 50% off your annual subscription which is pretty good you get a month's free trial and after that point onwards it'll be basically it works out about £2.50 a month you pay the the, the fee up front uh, which is 50% off which is the best thing you'll find anywhere online in terms of discount you get access to their incredible articles and I'm going to talk today about uh, mainly about uh, this investment because there's a few pieces on The Athletic I'm going to focus initially on this one now this one's been written by Matt Slater and he focuses on how City have now become apparently the world's most valuable club and largely this has a lot to do with the City Football Group after Silver Lake bought a $500 million investment in the club now I'll read this out here it says City have become the world's most valuable football club after US based investment firm Silver Lake agreed to buy just over 10% of their ownership brief for £389 million that would value the City Football Group which comprised the Premier League champions and six satellite clubs uh, around £3.74 billion which is an incredible amount of money so it takes the City Football Group to the top of the global rich list ahead of Real Madrid, Barcelona and United uh, with City accounting for roughly 85% of the City Football Group turnover it means they leapfrog just ahead of Real Madrid to the single richest club in the world um, that's obviously absolutely outstanding now I'll quickly try and explain how this works I have to do a little bit of research myself and thank you to all the very kind people on Twitter and the Blue Moon Forum explaining this very clearly for me basically um Manchester City uh, were partly owned, uh, were mainly owned by Sheikh Mansour, as we all know, and obviously that Chinese investment group. And what's happened here is none of those have actually sold their equity. They've not sold any shares themselves. What the, uh, the City Football Group have done is issued more shares. When you issue more shares, obviously, what it means is that the amount of shares that you've got becomes a lesser percentage of what the club owned, which means Sheikh Mansour, for example, uh, and the Chinese media capital group have gone from owning around from 87 and 13% respectively to around 77 and 12%, which leaves about another 11%-ish, give or take, with Silver Lake owning the rest. I think they own 10% and it's like a 1% kind of, I don't know where that kind of 1%'s gone. That's not really my problem. Either way, basically, Seamus uh, Yo and the Chinese Media Capital Group still own the same amount of shares that they have in terms of the overall actual number, it's just they've been diluted a bit. But obviously, due to that incredible valuation of the club, it means their shares are potentially worth even more. So it's kind of very confusing, but essentially, don't worry about about um, Mansour's ownership. He's not going anywhere. He still has the vast majority and he isn't like likely to sell up or leave or anything like that. It means, to be honest, it means almost the exact opposite. They get an incredible investment because their plans to expand worldwide. 
It's all the little kind of side meanings of this, which I'm really excited about as a Manchester City fan. Uh, it's little things like the Champions League, kind of the potential ban. It almost certainly probably isn't going to happen. And as this article quotes why, now Silver Lake, by the way, uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of people talk about these. These guys, they would not make an investment of this standing, of this much money, that they were had any risk at all about City's financial status, or they had any risk about losing the club on a global scale in terms of Champions League exposure. They're almost certain have been reassured that this is going to be okay. And you always have to kind of consider as well, the fact that there was um, a UEFA dignitary sat alongside Mantio last night. But anyway, as The Athletic points out, um, it arrives at a time when the club are waiting to hear they'll be banned from European competition for breaching UEFA's financial fair play rules. This would now seem unlikely as Silver Lake is not known for making high-risk punts and confirmation of the deal came the night after the UEFA president, uh, Alexander Serafin, visited City's training base and stadium as a guest of honour for the Champions League game against Shakhtar Donetsk. Basically, it looks like we're probably going to be okay from that. It looks like when you've got someone like Silver Lake coming in, it also shows as well that we are not just this state-owned company. The money that we have in this club must actually have some form of legitimacy. Silver Lake are absolutely huge. They are serious, serious investors. They are not the kind of company just to invest $500 million uh, just kind of ad hoc and uh, kind of basically on a whim. They only invest in companies that they see uh, potentially earning money from. So they would have seen Manchester City's accounts. They would have seen how it all stacked up and understand that this club is growing and this City football group is going to be an absolutely monstrous behemoth in the future. It is an interesting investment because Silver Lake are historically a company invests in kind of like technology and all that kind of stuff. And Manchester City aren't necessarily on that. Having said that, they do have an interest in, in kind of like sports entertainment in general by their parent group, I think, Oakland View Group or something like that. Someone's going to have to correct me on that. But what I would expect to see from this is Manchester City really moving towards like the Disneyfication of football. And once again, I'm going to quote another article here. Uh, this is once again from uh, The Athletic. It's from Matt Slater. And he talks about how Manchester City are now the Disney of football. He's not even trying to use this as an insult, talking about in general how we are growing to be something much more than just a football club and our owners are very much pushing that. When you see the City football group and how it expands and how it grows, this investment is very much about that. Now, as a result, I wouldn't really expect to see a direct impact on Manchester City in the, in the immediate future. So this is not going to affect our tran January transfer budget. Most likely, this is going to affect the City football group and the kind of wider clubs and most likely probably New York City where there are some rumours that they'll use this money to try and help uh, secure a new stadium for the club for New York City given the fact that Silver Lake even have like in loads of involvement in New York, in and around New York in general, and they'll open some doors for the club to potentially get like a new stadium somewhere. But in general, um, this is more about the bigger picture. It's not about Manchester City uh, directly. As the article pointed out, the City Football Group is now an entertainment business with a market leader in the world's most profitable league, in the world's most popular sport, and six satellite companies in key markets around the globe. And an eight franchise is set to open this week in India. That's apparently going to be Mumbai City, um, basically completing every ambitious stock pickers list of countries that we want to be in right now. And it goes on as well to say that this has not been done as secret. City Football Group Chief Executive Sariano has been talking about this ever since the group was set up in January 2013, four and a bit years ago after the takeover. Um, four and a bit years after the takeover basically he even wrote a book about it and he did he did write a book about it now we all know that in general Manchester City uh, want to be something bigger than just a football club and they're seeing a change uh they're overseeing a change which people just aren't used to. And Silver Lake have obviously bought into that vision. And it's quite scary to think about it because the size of this club is going to grow and grow. And basically, in a nutshell, we're not going to be in the Manchester City that we, well, we know. We're getting further away from that point. Talk about entertainment, talk about sports entertainment, all this kind of stuff. And maybe we'll see uh, City become something in 10 years that was totally and utterly unfamiliar. There's seven teams now in this group spanning five continents with 1,500 players, 2,000 staff, and 2,500 fixtures a season. And it's about to have the Mumbai City as well. It's absolutely crazy. 
basically we support a club now that's doing things that absolutely no one has ever done before and it's kind of scary for my little tiny mind to try and kind of comprehend this uh, but this is an investment that's just unlike what football is used to honestly our owners are really changing the landscape and as the article goes on to say as well this is the master plan that Silver Lake has signed up to a company with truly global reach and exciting space where fun meets fintech it says you only have to look at the rest of his portfolio to understand where it's putting its eggs one of its key investments is the massive sport and entertainment agency endeavor um blah 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 it talks about how, in general, top flight football is cheaper than making another T series, TV series, and how they really see this kind of untapped potential to kind of basically establish this kind of global sports entertainment thing. It's different. It's not, uh, you know, it's definitely not your local pub watching Manchester City. It's definitely not Main Road. It's definitely not uh, Main Road Chippy or anything like that anymore. We're growing something bigger uh, and confusing for a lot of people. But the long and short of it is that Manchester City are getting more money. They're getting more powerful. Uh, they're going to grow into something bigger. We're going to have this network of clubs that are going to be absolutely huge in this whole kind of global brand. And I would not be surprised if our owners, whether it's good or not, I don't really know, honestly, because it's a side of the game that I don't really understand. Um, it's going to be more global, more modern football. It's going to be expansive. I think football might be very different by the time their investment of 10 years or whatever is kind of over. One thing for certain though is that Silver Lake or a company do not invest money in things that they expect to fail. Uh, this idea that we're just a bunch of state-owned kind of unsustainable, uh, it's a, a club that's unsustainable basically, is kind of a load of nonsense. This equity now is not only in the Far East, in the Middle East, it's also, also in the West now with America. Um, it's absolutely huge for our positioning and standing in the game and world football. And we've just set like a astronomically high evaluation of our club. It's probably a little bit too high according to some people maybe, but this is what Silver Lake think about it and this, they see this as a good investment. So I've tried to explain it a little bit there. Hopefully that makes some sense. Long story short, we've got a lot of money. It's probably only going to affect initially though uh, the City Football Group. I wouldn't expect to see Mbappe coming in January, put it that way. This isn't going to uh, affect the transfer funds or anything like that. But what it does mean is that the City Football Group will grow and grow and grow and that grows Manchester City grow because we are the flagship club for that. Guys, um, I hope that made some sense for you guys. Go and check out any of those articles over, of course, on The Athletic, uh, the new home of football writing, the best Manchester City coverage that you'll find anywhere online for team and world-class writers, including one on a podcast tomorrow, Mr. Danny Taylor and Sam Lee and loads more and all that kind of stuff. Ad-free, no annoying pop-ups, athletic.co.uk forward slash esteem company to get 50% off right now your annual subscription, month's free trial, and it works out after that about £2.50 a month. You pay it up front, but it's really good, I promise you. Absolutely world-class writing. Guys, let me know what you make of this deal. We're bloody rich. We're absolutely stonking, rolling rich. We're Scrooge McDuck rolling about and he's about some money. That's how rich we are. For now, like, comment, subscribe, and I'll talk to you about football tomorrow. Somebody understand a bit better <laughs> in a bit.